Welcome to Watch Over, a podcast devoted to all things Arrow and Elicity. Featuring myself, Jen, aka J. Buffy Angel, and me, Kelly, aka Calista Wolf. Be aware we do discuss spoilers and swear now and then, but we will always have fun and you will too. So this podcast got a little delayed because I was dying. She was. She was sick. <sighs> Can I tell you guys that I get food poisoning a lot? Because my immune Sorry. system Sorry. is for shit. That. So I have an inability to fight off even. So like no sushi. No. Like I don't even. <laughs> I haven't even like gone to that area of my life because I'm just like, it's just, I'm going to die. I'll be in the hospital. No, like, and my husband will eat the exact same stuff as me, and our daughter will eat the exact same stuff as me, and everyone's fine, and I'm dying. (laughs) I literally Googled it. If you have a compromised immune system and food poisoning, and they're like, oh, by the way, you're going to get this a lot. Be careful. Try not to die. (laughs) Just eat oatmeal. (laughs) I'm like, my mom's like, well, my mom's always like, well, where did you eat? Where did you go? Like, it's my fault. I'm like, I literally went to McDonald's, the staple of American food. Yeah, but I've I've gotten food poisoning from McDonald's. I was hungry. I didn't know what else to eat. No food in my house. Those nuggets are good, but (laughs) come on, guys. Fucking cheeseburger, and I died. Anyway, so that's the story of my life. <laughs> How you doing, Cal? Mm. Are you reeling oh, you know. from the uh, feeling death of uh, of uh, Kobe Bryant? Oh God, was that terrible? Fucked up. Oh my. My husband God. came out. I heard my husband was like, "Holy shit!" And like, like, you guys don't know my husband, but he is not a person who expresses emotion in <laughs> exclamation point sentences. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. It's very calm. It's a calm and still water. Uh, so he's literally shouting, holy shit, holy shit. And I was like, okay. And <laughs> he comes downstairs and he's like, Kobe Bryant's dead. I'm like, haha, that's not funny. He's like, no, he's like dead in a plane crash. I'm like, you're a liar. I don't know why I accused him of lying of such a specific piece but it's of just information. Like you, don't wanna, you don't believe but it. But it was like so random that I was it's like, like, Kobe Bryant, get out of you're here. You're like, okay, okay. You're re- no. like, I kind of felt like it was like one of those, like, you know, like the websites that, what's the website that's always like, oh, we have all this information on Arrow and it's always bullshit. It felt like that. I was like, yeah. you're on some what like random. He's like, I was like, you're on some random website. He's like, oh, you mean ESPN? <laughs> I was like, oh, okay, that might actually be a thing. <laughs> so, yeah, it was horrible. I was checking Twitter because we were out shopping mm. for stuff. Mm. <laughs> as one does on the weekend. As one does. That's what you do on the weekend. That's the <laughs> Callie go dark time because she's out with her husband. Well, we had to take Liam with us because we're like, you know, he needs something to wear to my mom's funeral this weekend. Yes. And by the way, <laughs> if you did not know, Callie's mom died. Yeah, it was a Kelly's couple weeks ago. And I know. We've been quiet about it, but FYI, yeah. Kelly's mom died. So be 
nice. Be nice to my Callista wolf. Give me I a will break. come for you. It'll be a cold day in hell. I <laughs> am not putting up me. with any bullshit on her Twitter feed. I, this is a warning, okay? If anyone gives her any shit on the week that Arrow ends and she's burying her mother, I'm not burying anybody. They well got cremating. It still counts. <laughs> I will yeah. be so far up your ass. Here's Anyways, continue. That's the reason <laughs> I didn't say anything when it happened. It was just after New Year's. And I didn't say anything because I was like, I don't want to be just like everybody be like, oh, we have to be nice to Kelly now. It's like, no, be an asshole to me like you always are. Own it. Live your truth. <laughs> it's fine. She's fine if you're mean to her. I'm never <laughs> fine if you're mean to her. But I'm especially not fine with your, if you're mean to her this week. Well, nobody should be mean to anybody this week because I know, is but people are going to be dicks and you know it. So anyhow, we were out <laughs> shopping and and I, I like was scrolling Twitter in the car, you know, as my husband was driving because I wasn't scrolling and driving at the same time. Give me a break. But um, I saw it and I was like, oh, my God, a helicopter crash. You know, oh, my God, that's terrible. And then there was like then there was all these people saying, oh, his daughter was there. And like other people are like, don't say that without getting proof and i'm like what's the truth what's the truth so i'm like constantly refreshing twitter because i'm like oh please god no you know i almost was like i'm actually i mean it's horrible that anyone died but i with the little girl and there was other little girls well there was this this family like it was the dad the mom and the daughter and they left behind a son and a daughter well can you imagine those poor children so they released the the victims and there was nine passengers and from what i could tell there was kobe bryant and his daughter there was Mm -hmm. The family that you mentioned, mm-hmm. there was another, uh, two more adult women, and it looked like another little girl. Yeah, that was so like a, a mom and three daughter. kids. Yeah, yeah, three little girls that are all my daughter's age. So it's pretty yeah. much a horror show. So it, it's absolutely a horror show, and it was just like there was some basketball game last night. I'm like, why are you having a basketball? Oh, game? I know. Didn't they make the Lakers play after they all and found they out? They were all like crying. They're all like sobbing. And I'm like, you know, you know, I NBA, that, like, this Kobe would be a good occasion game, to call but, the freaking game. But like, maybe give them a day, you know, or like, like yeah, just a day. I don't know. Holy I'm, shit. Like, I, mean, I really I just uh, dumpster the fire. worship of. Like I'm not, professional I'm not sports. super impressed with 2020 so far. Let's just, <laughs> it's, it's not gotten up to Remember a Remember how my start, New Year's resolution was to stay healthy? How long did that last? <laughs> uh, two, three days? Two and a half weeks? Yep. I don't even think I made it two and a half weeks. It was okay. three days. And then like people are dying in plane crashes. It's been kind of a hot mess. It's been terrible. Whatever. Anyway, so that's. That's current news. Let's talk to Arrow. Let's get to Arrow. So, so yeah, in addition to all that, let's we talk about Arrow the really important stuff. <laughs> so, I'm going to hell. Uh, and fandom <laughs> is all up in their feels about all Arrow right. ending. But first, we have an interesting scenario going on right now because. Did we? What is it? Callie. Oh. So, spoilers <laughs> leaked. So, the dickhead who. Back in the day, there was some asshole who got his hands on Arrow scripts and was releasing them on Reddit, but he was releasing them inaccurately because he hates Elicity. So well, also sh- inaccurately, but, but he like, was like, like it was really glossing over the bias. Like, yeah. So like he'd put stuff so out there, and this went on for weeks. He put stuff out there, 
Every and episode like was in, like leaked. It was yeah, like every six. week. And I, was this like was this like season five? Season I think it was either season five or six or both or both. It was anyway, just like it went every on goddamn week. It was, was and spoiled. every week the fandom would lose their shit over these spoilers and i was like i don't know guys maybe like we watched watch the, episode. the episode so finally i think mark guggenheim <laughs> tracked him down but somehow i think it's the same dude and he same got the dude. script of the finale and he's doing the same shit on reddit so i did not read the spoilers because i don't want to know <laughs> here's here's why i did jen went dark callie did because callie here's- Here's why, why I did. did. <laughs> Here's I why, why I did. did. I'm already a little bit separated from like the fandom furor over season eight anyway. Yes. And I was like, there wasn't anything that was going to be in there that was really going to upset me. I knew that. Like, I know that. But that also, there if there is, really you like me. to mentally prepare. And I, I do like to mentally prepare, but I was, it was mostly in this scenario. It was curiosity because I was like, sure. I don't know if I'm going to watch Tuesday or not, maybe I'll see something in there that makes me want to watch it, you know? Like, there's, it, it's not going to hurt me at this point. And so I was like, Emily's I'm, back. There's something for you to watch. I, it's a pain in the ass for you to get the episode live, it's though, a, I know. It's an extreme pain in the ass. So, like, I, people I, are I, like, why don't I you do this? I'm like, no, no. No, it's like a real pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> that my, my local market dropped the CW, like, a mm-hmm. couple of years ago. And so I'm like, okay, well, that sucks, you know, mm-hmm. but anyhow. So that's another reason why it hasn't been hard not to watch these snakes. And then I'm like, okay, well, I just don't have to deal with that. That's great. But so I was like, I'll go look at these spoilers. And the initial spoiler was just like three lines. Like be three careful because we're not going to. No, I'm not going to say it. No, we're not going to say it. Alert. No spoilers revealed. We're not. T- we're not. Because I don't want to know. Yeah, Jen doesn't want to know. I know. So <laughs> I'm fucking pissed. You tell me. Because I went dark, which is really hard for me to go dark. Well, you were also sick. But I was also sick, so it wasn't that hard. <laughs> but no, there was like, it was like three lines and I read it. And I'm like, really? That's what it's about? And everybody, there was like, there were people that were, were deeply upset. Okay. And I understand, like, I feel like it's. When I was graduating high school, um, <laughs> when I was a senior in high school, the teachers were telling us, like warning us, like halfway through the year, they were like, okay, you guys, these next few months, be careful because you're going to want to fight with your friends and things are going to get crazy mm-hmm. because high school is ending and you're all going off to college. Mm-hmm. And this is when people get in fights and, and stop being friends with each other because it makes it easier to move on if you leave in a state of anger. If you than shatter if you your state, relationships. <laughs> then, then if you leave in a state of sadness. You right. Know? It's right. Just, that's kind of like a human nature thing. So right. whenever I reach Air. an ending of something, I remember good. those teachers saying that. Like, yeah. that's this natural reaction to lash and get angry. And so I feel a lot of the anger and the, the high emotion that we're seeing in fandom this last week, this whole month, this whole morning. year. It's a morning <laughs> has, period. Has has been a lot of people kind of trying to process the fact that this is an ending. Mm-hmm. And Listen, some people I, lash out angrily. Stephen Amell had normal. an emotional breakdown. I feel yeah, confident that we can qualify yeah. it as that, as, as listening to his podcast. So it's like, fine if fans are having a little bit of trouble. Yeah. Have like, have we're it. obsessed with the show. He's not even obsessed with the show. He know. just shows obsessed. up. He's a little obsessed. He's His obsession has waned over the years. <laughs> okay. I'll he's at his, he's <laughs> at his least obsessed. 
In eight. Yeah, the more money he got, the less obsessed, less obsessed he, was, he got. Yeah, pretty much there's a direct correlation. Uh, but we, as passionate, obsessed fans, you know, we're things are hard it. for us. And, we're feeling and it. So, we're feeling it. Yeah. If you're angry, be angry. If you're sad, be sad. If you're meh, you know. It's like, fine, too. Go, go nuts, guys. I feel confident I won't be angry. I feel confident I won't be angry either not just because i read the spoilers but because <laughs> i felt that way even beforehand like there's nothing that that's gonna happen in this finale that's yeah. really gonna change how i feel about Alyssa. well and you know this is something i said in my interview with jen because jen at just about right asked me you know what do you want for the arrow finale and i was like my happy ending <laughs> lane is very broad you could drive several semi-trucks. Several semi-trucks. Side by Mark side and by Beth side. can drive <laughs> down, that. down that lane, and it'll all fit, and I'll be fine. Yeah. So I have a very loose interpretation of Happily Ever After. Have, other people have more narrow. Other people so, have wider. So at the, and I tend to like the more angsty happy endings. Well, it's not that I like an angsty happy well, ending. It's like, I think there's part of me that's used to it because that's how a lot of shows well, end. I mean, I really can't I mean, remember. Per- okay, this is like my favorite series finale of all time. I Parenthood. Know, oh, yeah, that's a good one. I mean, nailed it from start to finish, but it was, it sad. was sad. Yeah, it was sad because... We won't this ruin one it. thing happened, and it's but devastating. Like, all these other people, then, they right. had, they had a really good finish to their story, right? And, and that's was, what a good finale right. has. There's a balance. This right. person, this situation, maybe the forefront of the show, is a sad-ish story. But these little side things are like wrapping up nicely. You're like, okay, so it's not 100 percent dog shit for the trash. Because listen, guys. <laughs> There are. I feel it's pertinent to remind everyone the dog shit lane we could be driving down right now. Because, I, I, because I, know, I, yeah. I feel like as we've as we've progressed in season eight, we have, and in some of the ways, this is the arrow's own fault because it's like given the promo pictures, you know, Moira's back, <laughs> Emiko's standing there with her, and you know, it's like wait, what's happening? How much? And given the whole new universe that Oliver uh, birthed, because he literally became Jesus, um, it's kind of like, whoa, well, what's changing? And I feel like the importance of season seven, which in my opinion is Arrow's true final season. Yeah. It's complete. It's 22 episodes. You have the full cast. And... They had forewarning Emily was leaving. They knew it wasn't like she told them in the midway through. So, <laughs> so they were they were well in advance of writing at season seven that they knew Emily was leaving and Steve was staying. So I think that well maybe not the Steve was staying, but they knew Emily was leaving. So I think from my standpoint, what we got with Felicity, and regardless if it stays or not, it happened because they have this dual timeline thing happening where the characters have a new reality, but they're going to remember the old. Um, so it happened. So everything that happened with Felicity and the quality of the storyline that we got in season seven, I'm good. I'm so well, good. I feel... 
it's it's so all of this all of this eight for me well for a large part of it for me was I just have to survive this until we can just get to the last episode so I know how this freaking thing ends and well, there's uh, a there's a freedom in knowing that something is is done yes and also a lot of it was anymore. a lot of it a lot of my anxiety for eight was whether or not they would get Emily back for any episodes because I was not confident about that <laughs> so when they got when they got her back for the finale I was like I'm good yeah. And I'm not I'm not yes. overly uh, concerned about Elicity because they gave us the Elicity ending in 722. So if that changes, whatever, I I don't know. But I do not feel Mark and Beth are chucking Oliver and Felicity's love story in the last 45 minutes of the show. I don't feel like that's going to happen. Yeah. No, it's here's the thing. And it's it's hard to have faith in this. I know because so many of us have been damaged by so many shows before. Like I sitting here thinking I was singing my favorite finale, Lost, um, and I was singing of other finales. I'm like, can, have you noticed I've stopped watching it because I can't handle. You can handle it. I no, I can't handle finishing Arrow and finishing Lost in the same span. Like I have to finish Arrow and then we'll pick the Lost back up because I can't. It's going to be too much. Well, I'm going to break. Okay. Uh, <laughs> just Anyhow, I was thinking of Sons of Anarchy, mm. you know, and I love how Sons of Anarchy ended. It ended absolutely the way it was supposed to end. Its last season was perfect mm -hmm. and it ended perfectly, but it was brutal and it wasn't exactly happy. But it's not like the whole episode was just like, oh, this is, you know, dog shit. You know, it's, right. it's there was it there was good moments, too. And it was it was desperately sad, but it was desperately wonderful, too. And I feel like Arrow isn't quite that dark. No, even it's though like there's some similar dark. themes. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's dark. But here's the thing. As dark as Arrow always has been, there has always been been a light to it and yes. you know what the light is the light is elicity yes elicity like okay another thing to talk about is that those comics that came out this weekend the um mm. second half of the the crisis comic mm. in it was revealed basically that felicity it was because of felicity that oliver became specter and was able to save the multiverse the, in essence they both came I'm together crying. to save it. I know how awesome is our goddamn ship Jen like I was I was just like reading I like was scanning it but I didn't read the whole thing and I didn't know that part oh you didn't know that no. she was told that no nobody can read this book and not be drawn in you know you can't read this it's it's gonna blow your mind up it's gonna explode you and she's like fucking watch me and she's like <laughs> I'm going to do this because I have to do this, you know? And she was first motivated by the the need to bring Oliver back. Kind of like Oliver was first motivated by his need to come back to his family. Right. And in the end, he was then, he shifted to, I need to save the multiverse. And so was she. And she had to protect that. And she knew what was going to happen. She saw 
Jen, she saw. Oh, I time. saw that part because I wasn't quite. I saw that picture and I was like, oh, she saw him die. She, well, she saw everything. She saw the past. She saw the present. She saw the oh, future. Wow. She saw everything and she knew it was going to happen. And that's why she knew Oliver had to go into the Lazarus pit. She knew it wasn't to bring him back to life. She oh. knew it was so he could become Spectre. She knew and she had to set up all this to happen knowing how it was going to turn out. Oh, I love my ship. It's so painful and so good. How beautiful is our goddamn ship? And it's just like, as dark as Arrow is, it can never be just dark and no light because the light is eliciting. Here's the danger (laughs) when you get into these selfless love stories. (laughs) They usually sacrifice themselves. They usually sacrifice themselves at the end of it, and it's painful because no you want them to just like go off and live happily ever after and shun the world and because live in a cabin because that's what they deserve but this is the problem when you sign up for these kinds of stories most of the time it doesn't work out most of the time they don't they don't they don't achieve there is some kind of reward for the hero at the end but there is a very large price for it yeah. And, you know, I think that part of me, the reason why I'm attracted to these stories is because that's very true to life. And I know people are like, I want stories to escape life. And I respect that. Okay. I totally <laughs> respect that. Yeah. But I respond more emotionally to stories that represent the sweet and the sour of our experience here. And I particularly enjoy stories that address that this life is not the end game. And right. I think that is something they have always been moving. Uh, Oliver Queen's story is deeply spiritual for me. It's deeply, deeply spiritual. They don't, they don't bring religion into it. But, you know, in terms of, you know, what I think the point of us being here on this planet is, he's a pretty great representation of that. And he's a pretty great representation of humanity, the best and the worst. Um, so I... No, I was never a fan of Oliver dying, um, but I also understand why Mark thinks that's an appropriate end. My hope is that Beth and Mark are reaching for something a little less clear-cut and a little bit more, hey, not necessarily, hey, we're all in heaven and happy together, but there's something on the offshoot here that I can't quite name. I can't quite wrap around. Um, but what I, what the promo books are telling me, um, and the reason why I'm kind of okay with, you know, even if it's a really sad ending is Oliver Queen's life was one marred completely by suffering. And what we've seen, um, particularly this season is his realization that, you know, all of this suffering was not for nothing. All of these losses that he suffered, he suffered, all the people that he loves that are no longer in his life, it wasn't for nothing. Um, and it essentially put him on this path and, it's impossible for him to regret this path because it, this path gave him Felicity. It gave him Mia. It gave him William. It gave him Diggle. Um, it, those people don't replace the people he's lost. He wants everybody. You know what I mean? But he understands that's not how life works. So what these promo pics are showing me is, you know, if Moira is back, if Emiko is somehow part of their lives, if, you know, me and William got to grow up together, if Felicity is raising her children not alone but surrounded by 
a uh, quorum of strong queen women. I mean, think about that. I mean, it's going to be Thea, Moira, and Emiko, and Felicity who are raising William and uh, Mia. That's pretty fucking she has, awesome. She doesn't have her father, but she has an amazing She's got family. a net. Everyone's got a network. Um, yeah. I think what is powerful to me about that is all Oliver um, has ever wanted is to stop yeah. the suffering of those he loves. So if he's got to put his life on the line, I mean, regardless of the universe and whatever, he would sacrifice himself in a second for one person, Tommy, his mother, his dad, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Shadow. Mm-hmm. I mean, pick a, pick a person pick, and he'd do pick it. Anybody. Even fucking what's <laughs> her name in applicable. season four, okay? So from my standpoint, if we get some of this, no, their lives are not perfect because their lives don't have Oliver. I don't, I don't, no one's like, no one is like, oh, everything's amazing because Oliver, you know, saved us, but he's not there. That is a, uh, a very poignant loss. It's a hole that no one's ever going to be able to fill. But as I've been reviewing crisis, I finally fucking did it. Started procrastinating on it. (laughs) You know, Oliver's final words to Barry were, you know, dying is easy. And we talked about this at the end, that dying is easy. And people got upset when they said that, like, dying's not easy. And we're like, no, what he's saying is Oliver knows he's going to be okay. It's really about the people who have to go on without him. What does that look like? And I, that's they opened the door to the Arrow series finale with just that one line. We're going to see what that looks like. Yeah. It's not going to be perfect. It's not going to be without pain. But it's not going to be as dark as it was in the season seven flash forwards. That's for damn sure. <laughs> you know what I mean? And shouldn't we be glad of that at least? Yeah. At the very least. I mean, it was, I, I think as we've gotten past season seven, I mean, I think that has gotten forgotten too, is how, how depressed everybody was well, and that we this was the future. Oliver fought for seven years and this is what happened and nothing it never mattered and his whole family is broken apart and it's like what the hell is this hot mess and well yeah. it was concerning because i was like is this what the spinoff is gonna be and listen yeah. guys i i maybe it was and they took fan feedback and just are absolute I don't despair that, so. i hope not yeah. i think the yeah. plan was always Nope, we're going to fix it in crisis. Um, I think that's why they went so dark, because they well, knew they I were going to do some of it. somebody has gone back through, and they've taken things said in season seven and season eight, mm-hmm. where Oliver said the things that he wanted. Mm. And, like, when he talked to Felicity, when she first revealed she was pregnant and everything, and the later half of last season, they were saying, you know, her and William are going to have each other to lean on. I want our kids to have a safer city to grow up right. in. Right. What Oliver said this year, I want them to grow up together. Right. I want, you know, Oliver, they put those things in very specifically. That yes. is what Oliver wanted. More than to return to his family, he wanted his family safe. He wanted his city safe. He wanted his kids to grow up together and be happy, mm-hmm. you know. And that's how he rejiggered this universe was to make that happen. Yeah. And I think, you know, I think what's very interesting is the deaths that are not undone. Not that I know yet because I haven't seen the finale, but based on the promo pics. For example, 
There's no Robert Queen because Oliver knows that is the spark. That's the catalyst. If his dad doesn't commit suicide in that boat, nothing else happens. So he doesn't meet Felicity. He doesn't meet Felicity. So I think, you know, as he's Spectre, this is what's so fascinating about him becoming something else, which is essentially God. He can see all just possibilities, like just like see. Felicity, right? He sees yeah. all things. And so, therefore, That's he amazing. knows what is meant to be. And I think that that's what he was talking to Barry about. Yeah, it sucks he was saying it's Barry. It should have been Diggle. It should have been Felicity. But it is what it is. It was a crossover. It was a crossover. <laughs> uh, he's at peace because he knows this is the way things are supposed to be. And that's okay. And for a character who's been fighting for survival for a long time to come to peace with his death, yeah, that's pretty beautiful. That has a, a, a very strong... Uh, uh, meaning of life uh, thing to it. Uh, part, and I'm okay with the dying part of it because we had already watched Oliver living his life to the fullest for, quite frankly, a couple years. Um, is that long enough? No. The no. dude was like 35. Nobody should die at freaking 35 when he's got a new, an infant and a freaking 14-year-old. That's, I mean, to say that this is fair and this is what Oliver deserves. I mean, you can't. That this is satisfying. Yeah, to, it, you can't talk about the story know. in those terms because it's it's almost ludicrous to talk about the story in those terms. Of um, course he deserves But better. stories don't, stories are not always about what is deserved. Right, that's true. That's true. This is just not what they're about. That's not necessarily the lesson. That's not necessarily the message the writers are going for. And that's, uh, you know what? Sometimes that's a really important lesson for people to hear. Because it makes you reflect on your own life. Because you look at your own life, you're like, well, this wasn't fair. And this wasn't fair. And I didn't deserve this. And why did this happen? And yeah, true on all of those statements. But guess what? That happens to everybody. Nobody gets out of this with getting everything that they deserve. No. So I what think that they did. Yeah, <laughs> I wish it was, you know, Candyland on this world on this plane, but it's not. So I have all and that and that to me has always been what Arrow is about. From day one, it has always been a redemptive story. It's always been about sacrifice. It's always been about suffering. And it's always been about finding the light inside the dark. Right. There's good. It doesn't mean the dark goes away. No. That's the the point. The the light isn't. Showing the light isn't completely eradicating the dark. Because otherwise without the dark you don't have any light. Right, you you need the dark to see the light. It's 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 kind of like uh, you don't truly know joy until you know pain. You know, not to bring it back around to another show, particularly one that you haven't watched. You know, but it's fine. I, <laughs> I wanna. Um, I, I've been thinking a lot the last couple of days. You know, with all this talk about Arrow and its finale and and these sorts of themes, I've been thinking about the Good Place. Um. They've been, obviously, the whole breadth of that show has been trying to to achieve the real good place. Mm, mm-hmm. And the show is also ending this week. Mm. <laughs> we have to say goodbye to, to two shows this week. And 
as we chug towards the finale, they finally got to the good place. Oh, good. And they not, get there. Not that you were ever worried that they would. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's the, the name of the show, guys. Right. This isn't a spoiler. Um, but they get there and they realize something. They're like, you know, these people, they have everything, but they're not necessarily really happy with it. They're kind of like empty of emotion. You know, they're not upset. They're not happy. They're mm. just like, eh. And this one gal who was there since like like ancient Greek times was all like, you know, it was great. You know, spent a lot of time just doing what, what I wanted to do and exploring what how awesome this place is. But now I'm just like, I feel like my brain's turning to mush because she was a scholar. Mm. And she's like, I, I, I don't really have anything left to do i've done it all Mm -hmm. i've 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 lived my life you Mm -hmm. know and i've i've lived my afterlife and i've i've done it all you know and so they kind of had to come up with a way to kind of because how can it be the good place if If it's it's not not everything right right and so they had to kind of come up with something to make it better and i've been kind of thinking of of this whole thing like good without any struggle starts to lose its meaning as good well, yeah, it's the it's 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 the essential. I mean, why do we want good things for Oliver? Because he struggled. Mm-hmm. So we you, want that balance. You want that come. balance. So it it really. I understand this desire to want everything wrapped up in a great little bow, and have everything be perfect, and to take away all of Oliver Queen's sacrifice, all of his suffering, and to. And to give him everything that we think he deserves. But that's never been the point of his story. And the first person to tell you that is Oliver. It's never been Oliver focused for him. It's never been about what he gets at the end right. of this for him. That wasn't ever his That's his never drive. been his goal. And if it was his goal, he's not the hero we think he is. It's never been about that. It's always been outwardly focused. He doesn't do this for a thank you. He was never expecting a thank you. He's just doing it because it's right. And he wants to give the people he loves what he never had. That's the essential piece of selflessness, guys. It has to be selfless. You have to sacrifice something Otherwise, there's no meaning to it. There's no meaning yeah. to it. Well, and 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 a lot of people have talked about this isn't what Felicity deserves. Obs- absolutely, well, no, it's you not. know, but, that's what you get for signing up with a guy who. But that, that <laughs> and that's exactly it. She knew what she was getting in for with him. I want to bring something back because I've been seeing it floating around. Uh, in her vows over the last over the crossover, and how she's like, my greatest fear is losing you. And I've been seeing over and over. Well, look at what happened. She lost him anyways. What does anything mean? What does that mean? It's fucking pointless. And I'm like, (laughs) you're missing the point of her vows. Yeah. She was saying yes to him because she knew she was going to lose him someday. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you, Jen. Yes. Yes. And you're missing the point of her speech to William. Because that's what she said to William. Yes. Just episodes after that, she said, listen, listen. Yep. I'm going to lose him. Yep. But he's got to do this because this is who he is. You have to and believe. And this is what loving him 
means. Right. And she told him, you have to believe everything's going to be okay. Even now, if it's not. <laughs> everything being okay does not necessarily mean Oliver comes home at 5 o'clock every day. Felicity, in some part of her mind and her heart, understood that this was the deal Oliver made. Yeah. And a lot of it goes back to 302. I was thinking about that because here we are, Oliver in the crisis, dying on in the bunker. And what she was so angry with him about, because he was just like, this this life, you know, ends one way. It's a one-way ticket. And she wasn't mad about the way the life ends. She wasn't arguing with him about that. She readily understood that what he, he's doing is dangerous and that, his ticket can get punched at any second. She was mad about what he was going to be doing in between that time. Yeah. She's like, okay, so if you know you're going to die, why won't you go on a fucking date with me, asshole? It's like, live your life. If you are, if for a person who is so readily present of mind, of knowing that his life is finite, then you need to grab the joy why you can. Are, yeah, why aren't you, you the other side of it, big boy, where you're grabbing life with both hands and holding on to everything you can? That's what she was mad about. And she's like, and listen, she's like, this little Sarah death was a nice little reminder for Felicity. And she's like, screw this shit. I'm not sitting down here in this hole with you and letting my entire life pass me by because you're too scared to accept love because you don't think you deserve it. Guess what? I do. I do deserve love. So I'm getting out of here. You can join me later if you get your head out of your ass. It is one of my favorite Felicity Smoke scenes. She was absolutely badass. And I, a lot of people were upset. Like, oh, no, look. Queen of my that. universe. She, I saw people taking all of her side. Oh, she's being no. so mean no. to him. No. He's sad, too. No, no, that's not what it was fucking about. No. She Listen. has... Always she, been on point with messaging with him. <laughs> on point. And the look on Oliver's face was him being like, knowing she's right. And listen. Okay? That, he knew she was yes. right when she said that. And listen, that last scene, which I got to say is one of Stephen Amell's best, where he says to John, and he says John. He doesn't say Diggle. He only uses John when he's emo. Yes, he, he only uses John, John when he's around ready John to break all our Oliver, <laughs> I need my big brother to give me hugs. He says, John, I don't want to die down here. And he's not saying he he he's not saying he doesn't accept wanna that he's die. gonna die. Yeah. He's saying he doesn't want to die alone. alone. Without any joy. Without any life. love. Without any happiness. In the dark where he's always been. He's stuck. And that is the real first moment. And I credit that moment more than I credit anything that's going on in 301. Because the only reason Oliver was thinking, was doing the stuff he did, was doing in 301 was because he had some asinine expectation that the city was going to remain perfect. And if it remained perfect, then he could date Felicity. It was like, it was the, the man... And the way he processes decisions is just... He's just a little slow on the Holy shit. No wonder my reviews were 800 pages long. <laughs> there was so much... It's like you are, you are a psychology paper every episode. But that <laughs> moment was the first moment Oliver reaches for life. It's the yeah. acknowledgement that he wants more than waiting 
for death. Right. Okay. So if you think they haven't been moving him along this gradient every season, you are very, very wrong. <laughs> and every it's like, oh, it's one step forward, two steps back with Oliver. Yeah, it's more like a couple steps forward and then one step back, okay? Like they they push him along. But once we get to this point where he actually dies, he's never had a problem with dying. And the reason why he's at peace with it is because he's done everything that he wanted to do. Right. He's held on to life with both hands. He's married Felicity, even though that was probably terrifying for him in many ways. I mean, you can't really show a man who is afraid to live fully embracing life again better than him creating new life with the woman he loves. Yeah. That is infinitely hopeful. The existence of William and Mia is a statement of Oliver's everlasting hope, which he did yes. not have in the beginning of this show. Yes. So from that standpoint, guys, no, I can't get too upset about the death part of this. I can't. I also don't think that's the end of it for him. I, do, I just don't think that they're going to end it like, oh, clear cut. He's in heaven. Because we saw in 722, Felicity walks through some freaking portal. So we already saw the end. Right. We've known which where been, this is which going. Which has been <laughs> argument ever since last May. We saw the end. Right. Whatever happens in season eight is just noise. It's crisis noise. Right. It's tying up loose ends noise. It's this, it's that. But that was the end. And we didn't see the reunion then because they were like, well, we want to try to do that at the very last episode. Right. Please come back, Emily. So oh, my God. Have mercy on us. And come back. <laughs> But thank you, Emily. You did have mercy on them, and I love you. <laughs> <laughs> thank you for coming back and blessing we us. Love you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. So for me, looking at this as a hoop, we gotta get to just so I can see Oliver and Felicity reunite in some dimensional paradise or whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I think what I actually what I got more out of it than I was uh, anticipating given what they introduced the kids in the future storyline. I don't think Oliver got enough time with his children, uh, but he did get time. And you know, just in reflection of this Kobe Bryant event, guys, none of us know how much time we're going to get with anyone that we love. There's no stamp guarantee on this that we all no. live till we're 98 years when old. You get, when you get married to somebody, the love of your life or whomever, you don't know I'm going to get 80 years with this person. No. We all walk into it believing that because the other alternative is something you can't really even, you don't want to even really think about it. No. But, you know, there's no, on dotted line, when the Lord sends you down from heaven into whatever parents you're destined to have. There's no contract that says, I'm going to give you everything that you want. You're always going to be happy. You're going to have the people that you love forever and ever. That's how it works. No. And I understand that people want television shows to escape from that reality. Yeah. But yeah. But and then I was about to bring that up. But I, people and I like, get well, they that. They could have written I get it that, that way if they wanted to. But you picked the wrong show. Yeah. Because that's never been what Arrow has been about. 
And you need to find that sort of escape somewhere else because that's not the story. I'm fully in support of you finding a story in which you can do that. But I think if you thought that this was going to be that. I even had a problem uh, with the. Because um, I did it. And that's just where I'm at. And if I even I, had a problem with the, the Dark Knight Rises hopeful theory. You know. Like where people are like, I want him to be alive somewhere. And they meet up for coffee in Paris and. He's still alive, but it, the world thinks he's dead. And I'm like, why but I have a problem with that? that. I have a problem with that because I don't feel like that's something Oliver would ever do. If he has the opportunity to be in the same zip code as his children, he's going well, to be there with his kids. Well, they were saying, oh, but the kids are there too. You know, they're with him. But it's like, but would he leave his city, especially if he thought they might need him? Would he not come running back the instant he he thought they needed help would he not join barry in the next crossover if he thought barry couldn't handle this on his own like oliver would never just leave 100 percent be done with hero life the 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 contention on oliver not being gone or dead in the in the finale was the was is, is blown out by we can't have oliver show back up in the crossover or the spinoff again. Hmm. So how do we get rid of him? <laughs> rid of him. How do we? Yeah, but how do you deal with Stephen Amell's exit from the Arrowverse? I mean, that's really what they've been dealing with. Mm-hmm. That's a, it's not an easy, it's not an easy task. Be- what do we do? We stick him somewhere where he can't leave <laughs> and he's stuck there and he cannot ever leave. And Felicity has to go to be with him after her children are grown. I that's mean, what they do. Well, you know, I, yeah. Well, that's what they told us in 722 that they're doing. Yeah. And I have yet to see evidence that that's not what they're doing. <laughs> but it's just like, I don't know. It's, 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 I, I feel like it's a logistical solution. Like, okay. My Doctor Who fandom. A lot of people were like, well, they could have done this at the, at the end of, of, of season four. It was called Journey's End. I mean, how perfect for, for a season and kind of chapter, book, whatever, end is Journey's End. Journey's End and Lover's Meeting, you know? Yeah. Um, and it was, she went with the Dr. Clone guy who had one heart and was therefore human because he could grow old with her. And he left her there on this parallel dimension and then went back before then the doors close on the parallel dimension. He can't ever go back there. And people are like, that sucks. Why not just have her along and she can go along with him? And it's like, yeah, but logistically, that was never going to be able to happen. You know, people, right. actors have schedules. You know, th- this isn't going like to happen. You have to, like, a- operate your expectations in the confines of a television world. Like, I think those those questions are fantastic and best served in fan fiction. And a lot of people roll their eyes like, oh, fan there fiction. There goes again with their fan fiction thing. Well, it's like, I, oh. I don't want to read it. I want to see it on my screen. I get well, it. Guess what? But not all of our <laughs> ideas are applicable in the real world of producing a television show. Correct. And it's like, this is how they deal with that shit. You know, this is how... Well, they, they they do it. They know that you. Yeah, we can we can do this instead. Well, but. here's my thing, because <laughs> everyone's like, well, we shouldn't have done the crossover. We shouldn't have done the crisis. We should have just been done in seven. Okay, cool. If you thought we were gonna escape this selfless sacrifice thing if we ended at seven twenty two, I got another song to sing ya. Because yeah, 
I just don't feel like that is the writers we're dealing with. There was going to be some kind of something. I know. I know there's a lot of people who don't believe that Oliver was always going to die. I feel like in my discussions with Mr. Guggenheim, (laughs) I feel like that has been a point that he's not been particularly shy about. It's not something I've debated with him um, because he's been pretty clear in interviews where he stood. I mean, he said he loved <laughs> he loved Sons of Anarchy. Remember, everyone flipped out because they were like, wow. Um, yeah. But I think, I, think, <laughs> I think part of that... Uh, aspect for him he's not a kind of person that likes to telegraph the entire ending of his show so I think he's he's had it in his mind that that would be a component to the end of Oliver's story but I I I do believe that he always had in some way that that would not be the full story you know how this all came to be with crisis and when it all formed I think there was very much a, a very set five-year plan and then they had to broaden that plan um I personally have always disagreed with him on that point I don't really feel Oliver's uh story should just end in death that's the end (laughs) uh and when I was saying that we are in season three (laughs) (laughs) Think about where we were in season three, guys. Think about the Oliver Queen we were dealing with. And a lot of Mark's comments about Oliver's end started then. And I also remember watching 309, and I was like, well, you can't have him die at the end of the show because you just wrote the perfect death scene, and we were in season three. Right. And they have never topped the climb. I'm sorry. There is neither one of those deaths in Crisis came anywhere near close to the climb. We were in some serious hardcore denial. Right. So... It's not that I. <laughs> I've said it for years too. They're not gonna. They're it's not, gonna not that I'm like. No, I'm like, changing my mind on agreeing with him that that's the perfect ending for Oliver Queen's story. No, it's just that they went further in Oliver Queen's story than I ever anticipated that they would. It, pacing on Arrow is impossible. Remember when everybody would get up our ass about? Oh, we didn't get the exact episode right. It's like okay, <laughs> big picture though. I think we're in the ballpark. And it's like, how much are we going to see here? Is it going to end with Oliver and Felicity's wedding? Are they going to have a baby? It's like, it's like you never knew how far down the happy road and how far. What does fully realized superhero look like to you, Mark? And are we going to get that on the very last episode? Or are we going to see that come to fruition? Guess what? We guys, we saw it come to fruition for about two years straight. I mean, six and seven, Oliver was pretty good. Yeah, he fucked it up with the prison thing. But generally... But the also, at the same time, the prison thing was a bit of a... It was a hey prep. Guys, hey, guys, look at what he does. This is what he does. This is what he does. The, and this is he, what she signed up for. And she knows it. These are the vows. You know, the, These this are the is vows. How he, this is how he, he... This is how he operates. He's sacrificial this way. Just to warn you. Here's the thing. You can't change who these fundamental aspects of your partner key point for those thinking of marriage (laughs) there are just aspects of who we are that do not change yeah 
Okay, sure, there's some stuff we can. Everyone can work on themselves. But there is fundamental aspects of my personality. There is fundamental aspects of my husband's personality that clash, do not fit, polar opposites, yin and yang, and it ain't changing. We're 14 years in, and it's like, <laughs> okay, well, yes, this is who you are. <laughs> wow, Oliver. Woohoo! <laughs> So yeah. Felicity had that message a little sooner and it's like, okay, I know this is who you are, but there comes a level of, oh, but I'm a marry this you is anyway. really who you are once you're a few years into marriage and there is an understanding of, oh, sure, everyone gets up in the dress and you're in the, oh, it's the candles and the pretty and the sparkles and, oh, yeah, I love you and sickness and health and, oh, but then the vows actually shit gets real and you have to... It's one thing to say them. It's another thing to live them. Well, and here's another thing. Consider that the Elicity movie where she didn't want to marry him is because she was dealing with this exact issue. Right. Her acceptance of what that life would be. And she kind of had this. It was a coping mechanism. She's like, if I just don't marry him. Then he'll be alive. It's alive. Everything will be fine. Like, if we just don't change. Because, like, Phil was just like, oh, what, what? She's like, I reached for too much. Then shit got screwed up. So if I just don't reach for the brass ring here. I have it all. Right. She's like, if yeah. I just like leave the status quo, like she says, Pat, just leave it. I'm not, I'm not going all I don't want to walk the boat. Right. I'm just going to leave it as is. And if I just leave it as is, everything is going to stay fine. And then Nazis show up. She, <laughs> she did not trust the universe. Right, so you got She had to make her peace with and that. That is key. Yeah, she didn't trust the universe not to take him from her. This time, she trusted the universe. She married him. She loved him anyway. She had a baby with him. Mm-hmm. She helped him and supported him and let him go to save the universe. And so the universe said, "Okay, you know what, girl? Probably not going to do the whole. You've been awesome just in the ground." <laughs> But you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I there's feel a like reward. The is like, 722, okay, we see her reward for her faithfulness. Right, exactly. It's like, okay, she, they're not going to be separated. And no, is should the queen family be all together? And I'm just assuming that they're not. I'm just assuming that that's just because I don't, I have yet to see any evidence that what we were shown in 722 is not what's going to happen. <laughs> I mean, I think they're going to, I think they're, you know, given the, the, the eight ten promo photos i'm like well i'm assuming things will be a little brighter than the flash forwards and they're gonna like fix some shit in present day but i'm like i don't know if we're gonna be like let's erase 20 years because i just don't know how you do that and it 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 essentially cheapens everything oliver just went through and sacrificed and he builds himself a back door where he's not dead it's kind of like, well, why didn't you just bring Oliver Queen? Why didn't you bring Robert Queen back to life? Why didn't you bring Tommy? Why didn't you bring Shadow? Why didn't you bring Yalfe? It's like, why does Moira get to come back? Well, this is the fun part. When you become God, he sees well, all things. Consider Oliver's feelings about his mother dying. His father died, and it it was his father dealing with his own sins and demons, and it launched Oliver's journey. Okay, so that kind of had to stick. But his mother, why did his mother die? His mother died because Oliver Queen fucked up as a, as a, before, you know, he fucked up with Slade. Yeah. 
I mean, and in the, some respects, he, it was her self-sacrifice for oh, her own absolutely. sins. Oh, absolutely. But, yeah, but listen, we know, our, we know our little guilt innocent Magnet, Oliver, Oliver was Queens. more of an innocent party in Robert oh. Queen's death than when he was with his mother. Correct. I totally agree with that. And you know that that's how he would see that. Oh, and so yeah. when he's creating the multiverse, he'd look at his mother dying and be like, well, I can fix that. Well, and I think there's a, there's, and you know, anytime they, they can connect this to Robert Queen, I'm like, woohoo. Uh, <laughs> to me, Robert Queen is the end of Oliver's story if Oliver never changed. Oliver was headed down the same road as his dad. It was going to end yeah. with a bullet in his brain because he's not going to be able to live with what he did. He's not going to be able to live with who he was. That's eventually where it was going to go. If, you know, if there was no Lee on you, if there was no self-consumed by selfishness, hits 45, 50, looks back on his life. I think that's where he was headed. Robert Queen is a reflection of the darker side of what Oliver could become in a lot of respects. And they explored that too, that without Diggle and Felicity, who Oliver becomes is pretty scary. So <laughs> it's not that they weren't saying that, you know, it wasn't like, oh, Oliver's guaranteed to be superhero Jesus. They're saying, no, he made choices and there was influence on his life in a very positive way. So I think when you're looking back on, okay, these characters come back and these characters don't come back, there's, he's holding to that premise that he told me in 307, there is basic suffering that has to happen in my life in order for other good stuff to happen. And he's made peace with that as much as he can. Everyone's life. Well, you know. When we think of the times we've struggled in our life, there are things that have come out of that struggle that we treasure now well and I gotta say like when I have lost someone um you know in terms of whether I had a lot of time with them whether I didn't have a lot of time with them whether it was a sudden death a long illness and I haven't lost thank god a lot of people um as you move through the grieving period I think it became always became less about as my anger and my grief uh processed it became less about what I lost and more about what I had yeah it's true and I think that where we're all at in the grieving process of Oliver Queen which is very normal (laughs) (laughs) is we're looking at it as what we lost, what we were cheated out of, what's not fair. And I'm not saying you have to experience loss like you're freaking Pollyanna. I mean, we're not actually saints here, which is why there are saints, because you're like, oh, well, great, you can be Mother Teresa. I'm going to over here and fuck it up. (laughs) So, but I think as you move through life, my prayer for everybody is that at some point, as you learn, and like I said, pain, I never really believe I'm being not a huge fundamental, uh, ooh, the pain gets better. I don't really think that's how it works. I think you just, it's like, you learn how to you live with it. Going. You just Your body yeah. molds to it. It comes just part of you. We're adaptable We creatures. adapt, yeah. And I think, but as you adapt to the pain and the reflection of what you had, uh it doesn't balance what you lost but it 
is a comfort. And that's not always very easy to find. You know, I had a miscarriage. <laughs> Never met my children. It's like, well, woohoo. What's... I was told you recognize them in heaven. That. I also had <laughs> some life experiences with the next pregnancy that um, gave me an indication of maybe why those babies didn't survive, which, you know, I mean, God could give me any reason. Well, this is why they're up in heaven. I would go tell him to screw himself, and that's a stupid reason, but that's <laughs> just where I'm at. And I plan on sharing that with him when, like, he's not confused in my opinion on the subject. We've talked. He knows. Uh, but I would say that as you move down through life, sometimes you are given a glimpse of the reason why certain things happen and it's rare and and you can kind of be like oh doesn't make it okay but it makes it somewhat more bearable and what i'm saying is when it comes to oliver and felicity they know the why right in a big big way which is a lot more than most of us get so from that standpoint of a story that's nice <laughs> that they gave us they're gonna rip out our hearts but they're gonna at least like be like well it's you know for the whole universe <laughs> you're like yeah okay <laughs> that's a pretty good reason so i don't know i'm just i'm yeah. not i'm not i think you know we're cal dead. and i have always been saying this is where we're headed guys this is where we're headed honestly i have lexi dear lexi constantly in my dms because she goes back like a lot of times when she's not doing anything else she'll she'll pop in uh, a past episode of watch over oh and listen to it what a doll and- Someone listens to us on repeat? Girl. <laughs> but she keeps, like, every now and then she pops up in my DMs like, oh, my God, a year ago you and Jen said this, and it's happened, you know? And I'm like, yeah, well. <laughs> Honestly, we don't remember half the shit we say. No, and she'll be like, you said this. I'm like, did, did I? I? That doesn't She's sound like, like me. <laughs> She's like, yes, you said this is going to happen. I'm like, oh, okay. We're just streaming. Like, you can ask me next week, what did you guys talk about? Your pro- podcast the day before? No or, idea. Like, I don't know. We don't retain it. We don't retain it. That's why, like, we repeat conversations. Like, oh, this sounds like episode 43. Well, you know, that's probably fair. It's probably factual. So, yeah, I guess guess as I'm I'm going into this final episode, not even seeing the spoilers, (laughs) I feel like they told us where it's going to end up. And... At least in terms of the Oliver and Felicity stuff. What I'm really excited about is they fix the is fucking all the future. Stuff. Like, it is not depressing. Well, and here's the thing. This is what I keep coming back to is is what they've done. They haven't changed everything. Like, That's good. when we saw Mia, yeah. like I saw the gifs, okay? Yeah. When we see Mia in, waking up in the Queen Mansion in the backdoor pilot, there was a picture sexy, sexy of Jay, Jay next to her. Oliver and Felicity holding baby Mia, right? That, oh, yeah. That wonderful picture. Like, some of this shit still happens. They had the baby the in stuff, the cabin. <laughs> the, stuff, the stuff we love happened, okay? Yeah, but, they're not undoing Felicity's entire love story. No, and a lot of people are like, well, they removed the struggle, then they don't learn and grow. But they're it's not like, removing well, maybe, the struggle. Maybe they, they, they did, had a different struggle. They're changing maybe, the struggle. Maybe they grew another way. But that's this is where it's wonderful is because now here as fans, the show is ending. So the ownership of this ship and these stories and these characters is kind of being transferred to us, the fans, to keep it alive 
after the show well, is gone. Well, and some of the, the, I mean, if we look at the, the the history of the show, some of the suffering's fairly redundant in the sense that, okay, do we have to kill every parental figure Oliver has? You know what I mean? It's like, and that's yeah. been a common complaint as fans. We're like, okay. Could All of this? Them? Even Quentin? Quentin? <laughs> I mean, like, do we have to kill everybody if they want off the show? Which is why it's such a fucking miracle that they kill Felicity. Um, so if they're going back and they're like, yeah, okay, maybe like all the parents don't have to be dead. I'm okay with that. I'm also really okay with it because I really don't think that there is a there's a there's a zone in which most of the characters aren't going to remember the alternate life. So it, it's like it's this strange best of both worlds, worst of both worlds, in the sense that they still experienced everything that happened to them. It's just that those experiences change and don't have uh, they have varying consequences in their current. Uh, you know, Oliver knows what it feels like to lose his mother and watch her get run through with a sword. The fact that Moira is alive in the promo pictures does not erase that memory from his mind, that experience from his mind. So simply because she exists in the future, that's great, but it doesn't change what he ultimately experienced and how it shaped who he was. Right, right. Exactly. Does that make sense? Like that's how and I'm looking at. It makes total sense, and that's exactly okay, what I'm saying. Okay, that's how like I'm that... looking at these multiple, these two timeline things. Yeah, and here's the thing: like, consider along the same lines of Oliver always saying that he wanted a safer city for his kids. He wanted his kids to grow up together. What is another thing that he said in 722 to Felicity before he left? He said, "My only regret is not telling you I loved you sooner." So hey, guess maybe what? he maybe got his head out of his ass sooner. Maybe he. You know, maybe all sorts of things that happen. And think of the endless possibilities for fan fiction that this presents to us. Well, I just don't. I just. Like, we can rewrite I the feel show. like. We can keep it the same. We can change little things. We can change big things. We can change whatever the fuck we want. Because. I feel like when it comes to the core makeup of the table. show and what certain things happen, I don't feel like this new universe is going to undo no. And that everything in Oliver and Felicity's history is happy, and that everything yeah. that him and Diggle went through was happy. I think but all. Listen. I think God <laughs> Oliver made some tweaks. I, th- I, it's my personal belief that he didn't lie to her about. <laughs> here's what, here's what you can do, kids. <laughs> Any storyline that you hate, it's fixed. 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 I mean, like, honestly, you might have sold me. Like the lion thing. That's what never I'm happened. saying. It never happened. Ugh. Like Susan Williams didn't happen. happen. Radioactive in front of the window for Tommy to see never, never happened. happened. <laughs> like this is fine. Maybe there I'm was like okay a Tommy Felicity Oliver love triangle in season one. Yes. <sighs> Thank you. <laughs> and Laurel died. Laurel died in season one. No. She's still dead in season four. Okay. Sorry. Really, they can kill her. <laughs> really, they can kill her anytime. And I'm fine with that. Well, it's right. okay. <laughs> she stays dead, which, you know, looks like she stays dead. Oh, guys. my God. I saw the greatest. There was, I didn't read it. I saw some article. I saw some article on the spinoff because they referenced a female villain, right? And I think because Laurel was being such a fucking bitch, 
this author, because I'm just going off the title. They're like, maybe Black Siren is the villain in Green Arrow and the Canaries. I like that idea. I loved it. <laughs> That's and I was like, but there's no way they like us that much. No. It's just never happening. But don't you love it's, that? They like us, but they don't They don't like love us. us. <laughs> like, they're not going to do this time, whole, what did they do? Four years of remaking her. Here is my favorite, my current favorite dream wish. Like, this is, I'm, I might actually try to stream this finale and watch it live simply because I want this to happen so much. Jen, you want to hear it? I'm ready. If it's petty. Is it petty? Oh, it's petty oh, as shit. Okay. <laughs> Life blood. My, my dream is that they remove all the river romance from season one. Could it be? Because like... think of think of season one without that nonsense. <sighs> Like, if they just got on, I mean, I don't even think you need to, like, turn up the heat on and the speed of Oliver and Felicity, because I think, I think that we no, got a no. lot of really it, great it, building the blocks. The slow is fine. Right, right. Like, you just I'm, take I'm so out the bullshit with, with Lori. Yeah. Yeah, I'm a fan. Maybe they have, like, the hallway fight sooner. Maybe she's just like, I don't like you. And he's like, I don't like you either. Okay. We've grown past each other. It's cool. You but know what really changed? Actually, th- no. The the thing that I bef- like, I've also been toying around with is, what if he broke up with Laurel before he got on the boat with Sarah? Like, or what if he never got together with Laurel to begin with? Well, what if the whole I think you gotta do some party, of the sin. You can't erase all the sin without because that's I mean, key to his development. I'm sure he's got some sin back there, but like imagine that I, mean, like, I, I, I can't I go that far down far. the road but i'm cool with him being done with her way sooner than i'm i'm it's like imagine my little petty yeah. like alarm going off if they erase la river in season one i don't think like we'll ever get that confirmed because i feel like at this point they're so mean to the laurel lance <laughs> phantom like that would be episode. the meanest the thing one. they could do. That's pretty fucking mean. Well, like back when they first showed Oliver going to PC so in that flashback and seeing Felicity, I remember thinking, you know, they could have done some sort of La River themed flashback, but no, they put Felicity in there. They're retconning this whole history. I'm like, wouldn't that be funny if they went back into season one? <laughs> And just removed the river altogether. And now it's like they're rewriting everything. They have a chance to do that. Are they going to do it? The 103 was seen was in the pilot. Uh, Listen. So I might actually watch. For them to be more mean to the Laurelver fandom and the Laurel Lance, E1 Laurel Lance fans, I don't really think is possible. But leave it to these writers to reach for the stars. I mean, it could happen. I welcome them to try. I don't honestly <laughs> understand when, why these fans get upset with the writers anymore. It's kind of like they're in this abusive relationship. It's like you like, know you get hit. <laughs> why are you surprised when you get hit? Get your shit get, and get, get out. out. <laughs> get out. Love yourself. Get on a bus. And never come back. That's kind of where I'm at with them. And the, the rage every time they're mean to them. I'm like, well, that's what they do. They're just mean to you. That's, they don't love that's you. it. <laughs> they, they don't, don't like you, you. And they're they mean to you. They don't love you anymore. Like, like, 
Also, I was thinking about Stephen had like some quote like, oh God, I forget when he when he did it, maybe like at the beginning of season eight when they were filming. And he said something like, I promise you we end the way we began. And I'm like, if they if they kind of like hearken back to like Oliver and Felicity's first meeting. I want them. Here's where I want. Okay. Because that promo. But can I tell you? Can I tell you though? What I want? I know, can I tell wait, you? But wait. But wait. Okay. But wait. Okay. Tell okay. Me, tell me, okay. But I'm just saying if they do that, that's them essentially saying, yeah, yeah. The beginning of Arrow was episode three when he met Felicity. Okay. But like okay, I'm not <laughs> expecting their final scene to like be in the cubicle. No. But if no. it's in like a queen consolidated redo office i mean that picture kind of doesn't it look like queen consolidated i'm going to lose my parallel full circle shit (laughs) it's not going to be contained i will not handle it well but like arrow began i know it's so beautiful they're just like the first two episodes some of it happened we're gonna keep some of it But we're going Not to selectively Laura, drop parts sure. of it, particularly everything related to Laurel Lance. <laughs> They're so mean. It's like, Katie, why do you stand the show? They hate your characters. Like, well, I don't. They like Black Siren. Well, they like Black Siren. I guess. I don't even feel like they were that particularly nice to her. And like, it's like, okay, they're just making her be an absolute bitch. So Mia can be like, hey, you're a bitch. Well, I think they think that like, she's better as a bitch, which she, she is. is. It's we better than her lie. not being a bitch. Because when she's but not being not a bitch, like, she still comes off as a bitch. So we might as well, well just go full on. Here's the thing. We have to like, let her be a bitch, but don't act like she's not being a bitch while she's being a bitch. Okay. okay I think that's my that's, thing. That's a- <laughs> It's a delicate balance. Though. Right. I think like that's just where I need to get to. Like, she's a bitch. She's going to act like a bitch and be a bitch. And it's I just, need to recognize that she's just going to be a bitch because of who right. she is. She's just a bitch. And just, but like, it's just a statement of character. Yeah. And it's that's like, who she is. it's like it's Cordelia Chase without the uh, evolution on Angel. I mean, Cordelia yeah. was basically a bitch 24-7, so... It's like I can count on my but hands the nice the times that she was compassionate towards Buffy. Like I think there's three, and it was always like this really emotional. He's like, oh, good. Well, and it was Buffy. always surprising as hell. Like, oh my god, she's yeah. Like this. when Buffy, like this is like one of my favorites because like Buffy just realizes that Giles had poisoned her, was weakening her her strength, and like it was all part of this whole Watcher Slayer whatever. And oh, I she's remember like, that. like completely thing, like yeah. dis- like, and Cordelia walks in and she's like needs a book and she's just like, oh, is the world ending? And like neither of the answer. And Buffy's like, Cordelia, could you please drive me home? And she looks at her. And she's like, of course. And Charisma Carpenter just plays it so perfectly. And I'm like, oh my god, she really likes Buffy deep down. They just she just likes to banter with her. And I she like hates like her, but like, she loves her. I feel like that's like Laurel and Felicity, like yeah. we saw in season seven. Well, like, that's why you know, they, they, they need they to throw some at each other. William at the problem. Just like we need a little, because like to me, Mia and Laurel is like Oliver and Laurel. It's like yeah. too much of the same personality. We need to throw some softener at this in the form of a delicious cupcake named William Clayton, who is Felicity yeah, have, 2.0. Have William's Just banter like banter with, with, with Laurel and it will yeah. soften the bitchiness where it feels more like snark instead of like an assault. Yeah. That's kind of what was I was feeling. I was like, this feels like an assault. The whole episode feels like her attacking Mia. And when it was with Felicity, it felt more like a banter, which that's fun. 
that's a bitchiness I enjoy. Because you knew Felicity wasn't taking anything she said seriously. Well, and she gave Sorry as good as she wasn't got. wasn't intending to right. be taken seriously. Only she was funny about it. Yeah. I mean, Felicity wasn't necessarily being any less bitchy to Laurel in return. She was just funnier about it. And that was missing from the pilot. I was like, I'm going to need, we're going to need, we're going to need to work on this dynamic. And we're going to need to roll in some William to soften the Cassidy because it's just a lot. It was a lot. It was a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so what were we talking about? Promo picks? Yeah, it's going to be fine, guys. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but listen, also, we're holding your hands going into this finale. This is hard. It's going to hurt. You're going to feel it's a lot of It's going to hurt things. very, very, very badly for multiple reasons. And also, give it a couple days. Like, if you're yeah. angry when it ends... Just like sleep on it. Give it a couple days. Look up the, the, process the it. stages of grief. Yeah, feel what you you're gonna go through to it. Get through it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, I have exactly. had shows end where I have been like in a white, in a blinding like... rage. <laughs> or that too. I don't think I've had too many shows that really piss. I've me had series finales where I have been in really? white, blind rage. Really? Like what? Oh, season four of the Vampire Diaries was. I well, that wanted... was a, oh season finale. Yeah, it was. Okay. <laughs> I was like, I am. It was, it was a bad, bad thinking juju. bad thoughts <laughs> that probably I aren't healthy. All and of I'm you like and your children. murder <laughs> over a writer that I don't even know, but yeah, I was like, what? And I guess that gives me perspective because I have had writers stick it to me. So hard and then twist the knife in every direction and literally cackle with glee. Cackle. Cackle. And, and your, like and ridicule yeah. my pain afterwards and tell me get over it. Mark, don't mm. do that in interviews. <laughs> I won't Please be able to don't. protect you. <laughs> don't tell us. Get over it. Listen, Mark. I've already told fandom him. Fandom is going to feel away. So maybe listen, just I told him if, all, if there is no Oliver and Felicity happiness at the end of this, I can't protect him and he's going to have to go into Witsack. So. Well, <laughs> even if there is Oliver and Felicity happiness, it's not going to make some people happy the way they do it. So just be be gentle with that. Be cognizant of, you know, maybe some people didn't get everything they wanted. Maybe they were reaching for the for the hold their hands a little bit. I don't like executive hold producers who don't hold hands don't at the cool. end of it. Don't Especially be if you cool. if you've like really just rip people's there's, hearts there's out. No reason to be cruel. Like just like don't be ending. like, well, that's just life. Nice. That's life, yeah, assholes. Don't do that. It's don't my damn show. I can write whatever the fuck don't, I want. Don't be like, like that don't, guy don't that that killed off Logan. Don't and was that guy. And don't be like the one hundred executive producer. I don't even know that asshole. and how you have survived. First of all, that show looks abysmally yes. depressing. And that guy is a, he's a ship teaser. That's what he is. And then he like obliterates your hope in like one interview. And is like, oh, that wasn't what I was doing. You guys are all irrational thinking that's what I was doing. It's like, what the fuck, that's rude. What the fuck are you? That's rude, guys. What is guys. wrong with you? So listen. And listen, Mark has tap danced on that line a couple times. Yeah, he when he's perfect. been frustrated with our fandom for being He gets a little passionate. he gets a little And I'm like, little, Mark, don't do that. Don't say that. You know, don't, he gets a don't, little don't go there. Don't he gets that. a little Mark about things. 
it gets a little mark. So just like be like, okay, just well, don't like no, be. Stop being- Stop being yourself. Just like don't. Yeah. <laughs> just don't, don't do like I'm almost dreading the post interviews <laughs> more than I'm actually dreading any fandom reaction. Because I know whatever fandom reaction is, the potential for the executive producers to make it 50 times worse is high. Don't it's do like that. I just want them to be like, thank you for watching just our show. That. We sorry we obliterated all your hopes and dreams. Yeah, it's fine. Just, you know, whatever. Have God. a good <laughs> So just don't be a don't be a jackass. Just like don't be That's don't be I'm mean. Saying. Don't be a jackass. Don't be mean. I think he is one of those executive producers that has done a good job in more than other executive producers where he can recognize mistakes. Yeah, and acknowledge. Sometimes he's a little bad about admitting. It. He gets around <laughs> to it eventually. Like I'm still mad about Nissa. Yeah, that is he's like weirdly. Like the stuff it's he digs, okay. The stuff he gun control. Okay, but like the stuff he digs in on is so random. And I'm like, like why? He why said he that he's like, this? okay, the ex- He's like, Elicity in season four with the breakup and the execute. That wasn't so great. But like, he will like go to the line with me on Susan Williams. It's like, what are you on about? Are you seriously gonna fight with me? About- he will. He will fight with me about her. And I'm like, I don't even know like who you are to me right now. Well, because what what's insulting about that is he's like, oh, you're just feeling that way because you ship Elicity. And it's like, honey, listen, no, don't insult. But me. also true. But also, <laughs> but not entirely. She's the worst. Like my bias yes. does not prohibit me from being right. Correct. Thank you. I'm not just saying this because I'm an Elicity fan. I'm also I'm also fucking this. right. <laughs> exactly. And literally, he just, I just like, no, my he bias. Won't he won't hear I was like, and you're he biased. He's like, yeah. No. But my bias makes me right. I'm like, well, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck you. <laughs> let's go get, I was literally like, fuck you. Let's go get your kid. Go pick her up. He's like, okay. <laughs> Sarah, she's way more enjoyable to talk to right now. He's like, okay, that's fine. We need to go bite bites. I was like, Sarah, how's it going? It's like, that's, she's like, you're, I'm not arguing with my dad a lot. I was like, yeah, you know, that's what we do. That's how we roll. That's how we roll. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the crazy lady who argues with your dad. No, I think that the chances for post interviews to make things worse extremely high should trudge so maybe lose. if you're feeling a so little if you're feeling punchy you're feeling punchy read them <laughs> don't look don't the tv it. line to make it all better don't and if there the is something to make it better twitter will share that with you you don't have to look for it yeah that's true that's true just like whether you want to see it or, well, not. You see it or not <laughs> so like i'm just telling you coping mechanisms and here's the other thing if you know that you're probably going to be unhappy and it's going to be painful. There's things you can do in preparation. Like get ice cream or chocolate. Get a soft, snuggly blanket. Maybe have a Disney movie queued up afterwards. Because, you know, it's hard to feel sad after you watch, like, Rapunzel. Um, Turn on a series finale that you do like. Because then you know there's hope in the world for the writers. <laughs> Some can do it correctly. Yeah. These are all coping mechanisms I have taken. You know, read a good book. Watch mm. a trashy TV show. Watch trashy a beautiful TV, TV show. Watch, shows watch help Pride a lot. and Prejudice 2005 
Go find it somewhere. Or just streaming. watch Pride and watch Prejudice, Kira Knightley version. That's what I said. Oh, sorry. I thought that. Wasn't that 2005 I it was like, or was that 2009? I don't, I don't I know. I think it was 2005. Whatever it was. Go watch that. I, thought, I honestly thought you were talking <laughs> about the Pride and Prejudice that were the zombies. What? I thought that had 2005 in the title or that you were going what? with. What? Listen, I don't always understand the connections my synapses make, but I'm just telling you where my brain went. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty. Wow. I was like, okay. well, because you said trashy. Well, I said or watch. I didn't hear the or, Pride so I thought we were okay. going directly into a trashy no. Pride and Prejudice, which but I also, assume is the zombie vampire hunter one. I haven't watched it. But also, nothing makes you feel better about your shitty life than watching something trashy. And also, really, nothing makes you feel better than watching <laughs> Mr. Darcy walk with an open shirt down a field. Or, like, <gasps> flexing his hand oh. after oh. her into a carriage. Come Sex on, on a stick! <laughs> You know That's what I love stuff. about that movie? That's really Is how it's stuff. super British, but they're like, oh, you motherfucking Americans have to have your kiss. And they just created like this whole Thank post-sexual you. coitus I feel moment as a fan. like after they've clearly <laughs> had sex and they're just like hanging oh, out in their $800 million house and like they kiss. Speaking I'm of like, that's damn right. I am American and I want my kiss. Speaking of fan service. This isn't a spoiler, but apparently the dude who spoiled it described Elicity in the episode as cheesy and fan service Yes! And instead instead of being upset, our fandom is like, Woohoo! Yeah! motherfucker! <laughs> Fucking service That's me! That's what I want! Service me! <laughs> Absolutely! That sounds amazing! I expect... Bring it on! Service. Yes, exactly. I saw that you recommended on Twitter Six Underground mm. on Netflix. And I was like, yes, mm-hmm. girl. Mm-hmm. Yes. Listen, okay, fa- family out there. It's hard to Netflix. be sad with uh, Ryan Reynolds. Well, it's got Ryan Reynolds. Because he's hilarious. A. But B, if you're familiar with Michael Bay, mm-hmm. now he's a it's director, the, producer. It's the writer, most whatever. Michael Bay Michael no, Bay I, has ever been. If. If you need an example of Michael Bay, Transformers, yeah, okay, yeah. Uh, Armageddon, like Wasn't all he these, like Pearl Harbor, Pearl Harbor, <laughs> absolutely was Pearl. We're all Harbor. wondering why like, that didn't when turn you out think to be a of classic. all these like <laughs> these like over the top like ridiculous like yeah right. And this movie is like Michael Bay took some crack and made a movie. Pretty much. <laughs> It's like within the completely first 10 minutes, high. Like, he's completely Holy shit, high. What am I watching? I it's it's violent as hell. It's so good, though. You're like, children. woo! They're, they're most are, like, realistic heads. car chase you'll ever see heads. in your life. Heads literally roll. It's if you're like, if you're like watching the board identity and you're like, how come people don't ever die in these car chases? Well, Michael Bay A answers that question die. for you, but not the baby or the puppy. No, no, it's so good. My favorite line is when Ryan Reynolds is like, yeah, we're going to be on the news tonight. (laughs) It's so good. I mean, I know Ryan Reynolds. So many people. It's like, I know Ryan Reynolds plays the exact same character in every single movie, but that character is so good. And he's his most Ryan Reynolds other than dare. Other than Deadpool. Deadpool. I almost said yeah. Daredevil. But if you like Deadpool, it's go very watch Deadpool without the the title is extremely <laughs> underwhelming. Yeah. But I promise like so you, good. you must it's go so, watch so it. Good. You will laugh 
your goddamn yeah, head it's off. It's so good. And if you have a lot of rage, it's probably a good movie to watch because, like I said, lots listen, of bodies. Listen, here's the other thing. Good movie. If you want to say at the end of this, mm. Jen and Callie, shove your meaning of life bullshit. I wanted puppies and rainbows. Do it. And Oliver and Blizzard living in their billion-dollar mansion with their eight Do babies. It. And dying when Do he's it. 946. Listen, I empower you to tell me to fuck off. It's fine. Yes. You don't gotta listen to me. I'm nope. crazy. I write 800-page episode reviews. What do I know? She is absolutely it's, I have bad shit, so people. If you haven't figured that out in eight years, if I, it's like, it's like I like it when they hit me. It's not normal. <laughs> I'm not saying I'm normal. It's like, oh, listen to Jen go on about suffering and like, oh, it's, there's a point. Yeah, you know, listen, I'm Catholic. That's kind of what we're raised to, you know, we're raised to kind it's of be like, it's, it's okay to get punched. It's normal to us. Um, Goes with the guilt. Also, but like, I think that like I'm going with Oliver and Felicity can maybe be like a mortal god and goddess. Here's and a question. Like, Here's a question. <laughs> If we're like, if Oliver remains Spectre, how hot is the sex? It's extremely because hot. Because he's God <laughs> and knows all things. All things. And listen, he was already a sex god beforehand. But do you think so, he elevates his game? I think he does. And I think after 20 years, he needs to. So I think I think I think there's no if downside. This fandom but. wants to create a tag on AO3 that is dedicated to Spectre Oliver Felicity sex and imagining the you know how that <laughs> I think we get the picture works. <laughs> I will say bravo to those writers and I will be favoriting well, I, I that tag. Wanna, I just want to thank all the writers beforehand like i know you guys are going to gift us and it's going to be beautiful and i'm going to be very appreciative so thank you you think we'll get you like multi-dimensional sex you think maybe in the show one more shot <laughs> no steve and Amber are like let's give it a go one more no. time one more time no <laughs> i'm gonna be happy if i get a kiss okay let's just you know me. tongue that's my thing I'm really on this whole, I'm on this whole specter sex thing now because I'm like. I'm still upset there wasn't a kiss in 323. (laughs) You're just never going to let that go. (laughs) No. Like, why wasn't there? That was so stupid. He was driving. It's not safe. No, but like before that, like when he's like, will you come with me? Yeah, everybody. I like how they comment in the episode. I like how they comment in the episode. They make Felicity actually comment on the lack of kissing. Like, you don't need yeah. to have to write a line about it. You take just make the them kiss. kiss she him. can take the helmet off. Jesus Christ. Like, you're literally writing a line how she can't take the helmet off so they can't kiss. How about you just skip that bullshit and you just make them kiss? God. How about that a reverse on gender identity and whatever? I bet that I bet that happened. Now that Oliver fixed it, like, every opportunity they had to kiss. And I bet did. she dipped like, him. Because like, I bet in the super suit she was super strength and oh, she yeah. could dip him. No. 221 in the, in the secondary lair when they went to get Oliver and it looked like he wanted to kiss Felicity before he left. Oh my God. He kissed her. Did you stop breathing? New reality. I was not breathing. Nobody breathed. I was like, he's going to kiss her. Anywhere. I was like, I was, I was just like, he's going to do it in front of Diggle? And I'm like, yeah, why not? Why not? Sure. Let's, let's go do for it. it. Voyeuristic the shit out of this. And then it didn't happen. And I was like, you pansy ass 
pain in my ass and just I just remember screaming. I was like, oh my god, it was so <laughs> close. He was literally and he looked at her lips. Yes. It's like So I'm saying It's like he was like he was like, I'm gonna die. He's, it's, this it's, might it's, be the only shot I get. That's another fix. Put that on the That's list. Another sh- you know. <laughs> Do I take it with Diggle looking? Don't I take it? And he chickened the fuck out. And I was always very disappointed with Oliver. Very And then there was just a lot of hugging in season two where I was like, listen. Just throw her up against a wall and be done with it. But anyhow, 323 is my big one. So if there's a kiss in the end of this one. See, listen. Also, also, Give us enough also, time. We can turn it back to sex. 6.22, there were, or 23, there was no kiss. And I was like... That's... I also feel like we got so, shorted on the baby-making sex scene. Yeah, we got... Well, and the shower sex. We didn't we get that. We got gypped out of shower sex. We got <sighs> gypped out of we got gypped. Uh, oral sex. We because gypped, that... That was the same was episode the same as the same episode. And wasn't that the we same episode? That was the same episode. episode as the shower, the oral sex reference, and the shoddy Cameron ship of the baby-making. No, but also, that reference is like Chef's Kiss. I, I love know. that reference. That was good. Was like, <laughs> listen, if Jane the uh, Virgin so can do oral sex, then so can we. It was so good that I didn't get it at first. I didn't get it either. And it was only when I, was I like, watched I only it again, was like, I was, when oh I was watching it and I like saw the looks that they shared, I was like, that feels... <laughs> Like that was a dirty undone. Well, the first time I watched it, I was like, "Why is this scene so awkward?" And then I watched it again, and I was like, "Oh, oh, I get it. Oh, I get it. Oh, I, I, get it. <laughs> oh, I you see." Know, you're a smart writer. I expect better things from you. <laughs> Listen, we expect me to not know. get it. I'm a pearl clutcher, but you, uh, I was having an off. You day. were. <laughs> I think we were just like really excited about this the the chance of shower sex and I it was know. so and blindingly I was, like, disappo- still screaming about how they missed it was that so blindingly disappointed it. Yeah. it was just like so it was just like I can't believe I wasn't ready I can't to believe receive it. the gift because can we talk about <laughs> first of all you know what got changed because changed. there was no because Laurel and Oliver in the 100th episode kind of had more of a shower scene and it's why did you have to remind me of I'm that? Telling you I why was I was like, mad. I had just forgotten. Well, and then you remind me of that on the heels of us ranting about missing out on Elicity's tower sex. Well, you tell me about the river. I'm here to stoke your rage what fire. What's the matter with you? I thought you were my friend. Throwing the embers, stoking the gold. <laughs> I need so you angry, mean. Callie. I need you angry. Oh so me! When you're angry, you write fix that fixes it. So. God. Damn it. Oh, don't even tempt. Oh, wait a minute. Oh, no. See? <laughs> oh, See? No. What are you doing? The screws are turning. The screws are turning. <laughs> oh, God. Season two, shower sex. Mm. You know, the part where she was like, hey, Mr. Queen, I ordered your supersized <laughs> weapons. I was just like, just have sex that on the table so right now. Anyhow, where were you going with the Lorever alien brainwashing? I was just bringing up the fact. You just wanted to bring I that up to the fact that they shower sex. Wow! <laughs> <laughs> wait, is why? But like, okay, but that's why we should have so gotten. No, 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 wait. This is why we should have gotten it in oh season six God. because all of those memories were taken from Oliver's real memories with Felicity. So there was shower sex at some point in their relationship, but they need to show me. 
because yeah. that's just or there science. needs to be a lot of fanfic fanfic writers if you're listening. i mean like here's the thing like shower sex is kind of complicated so i feel like there should be like a but lot oliver is up to it i know that's what i'm saying like he has the upper body strength so i'm just saying like the, just from like a just from like i just don't understand why steve would be like no i'm not doing that I just don't think that that's Steve's happened. Steve's a pain in my ass. What <laughs> fucking Steve? I don't actually know it was Steve, but I, just, I blame him for everything. I know it was Steve. It's absolutely, I Steve. I feel it like if you deep feel like we judge soul. Steve and Amel too harshly, we do. We do. It's fair, <laughs> but it's fun. And he doesn't I give a shit. He doesn't care who I am. He doesn't care what no, I think of him. No, he doesn't care. He'd laugh. I don't even think he'd laugh. He, he would be like, "I ain't listening to these crazies." <laughs> oh well, that's that too i mean <laughs> good point <laughs> so yeah i feel like we've covered the gamut of emotional reactions and preparation yeah, for arrow fucking you up your life ranting. Yeah, yeah and you can know that the grieving process will last long after <laughs> but listen the show ends <laughs> those of us who love this ship and love the fandom are gonna stick around yeah i think there was some questions so people are a little worried about you and me they're worried but 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 we don't have to worry no they're worried we're going away no no i'm I'm just saying like fandom is gonna get better well it's gonna get smaller we don't have to worry about what's gonna happen oh yeah now this is the fun part now we just get to talk about what happened and there's no more speculating or i want this to happen or i want this to happen that's all over it's over and you're just dealing with what was canon and what other crap you want to make up in your stories and like rehashing amazing moments. Like, look at this. We just went 20 minutes on sex scenes that should happen. I mean, we can do this all day. So it, you're moving to, I think, in my experience, you're moving to a smaller fandom. And I think in some respects, like when fandoms get absolutely everything that they want in the show, uh, they putter out and die a little faster, you know? Because they don't have anything left. So to, I think I do about. agree with Cal in the sense that if we're left wishing in some regards, in some way, that kind of keeps the momentum in terms of just like enjoying the show together in some ways, because we can, in a lot of ways, it's like the, the writers are giving us arrow. That's exactly it. They're, we are, we are, it now, off. they're done with they're it, passing but it we over. don't have to be. Well, and I think that's such a gift because a lot of showrunners don't do that. Well, I think Arrow has always been a show that has been, whether people agree with me or not, very appreciative of the fan base. Yeah, they and are. recognizes that that is not something that happens frequently, and I think that they're, you know, they're signing off. But you know, the concept of fans going on and enjoying this, like, you know, guys. I mean, I just threw Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I just th- occasionally throw, <laughs> I just occasionally throw it in on YouTube, and there's like an obscene amount of reaction videos to people watching Buffy 20 years later. The fandom is incredibly active. Fanfic is incredibly active. Is it smaller? Well, yeah, I mean, it's 20 years old. Um, but you know, Dr. Who, I mean, I can name dozens of fandoms that keep going. So it would be, to me, it would be wonderful if Arrow becomes one of those fandoms where it has real and lasting power. I think power. we can. I, I think, think they're giving us enough fodder. Here that we can, and here's the, here's another thing. You reminded me of it when you were talking about the writers, you know, loving us and and really appreciating fandom. I want us as a fandom to appreciate the writers. Um, 
Lexi at Lexi Blackbriar is organizing a trend to thank the writers. I love her. And if you go to her Twitter, you can find the details on that. I think that's a really cool idea. Just to, if nothing else, give back to the moderator of the Arrow Writers account who has been absolutely they have been a delight. Absolutely fantastic. And we're going to be so sad when we lose them tomorrow. I, I asked them if <laughs> so. they could stay and I asked them if they could just run all the other Twitters. <laughs> <laughs> but so like, let's let's trend and show them how how much we we appreciate. Well, and yeah, and Kale and I are going anywhere. Them. I mean, no, it's not going to be, gonna be I mean, we'll, we'll talk Arrow episodes, uh, for sure. Um, but as you have noticed, we've branched out into other <laughs> television. We'll just, talk about whatever we, tell want, what we want. want to talk and about. are we going, to, if the spinoff, um, is a go, we might talk, we're about, gonna that. talk about that. Yeah. yeah I'm going to watch Cal will watch. Uh, so yeah, it's not, you know, we'll see. And if it doesn't go, well, then we'll find other shit to talk about. We're not going anywhere. So don't have to worry about that. Um, what else? Oh, Nothing. you know, can I just make a request? <laughs> I don't really feel like oh, anyone who okay. listens to us would do this, but no. I no. get if you're angry. No. Oh, yeah. But maybe no. don't at people involved with the show. Yeah. Let's not. Let's not with your rage people. tweets. I understand your man. Rage, rage tweet. Just DM. don't like. <laughs> at them it just doesn't it's just not a good look it never it's not like no one's ever going to receive a tweet like that and accept the criticism as constructive <laughs> so well and nobody's gonna receive that tweet and do anything other than either feel shitty or double down against right it. so it's, it's like not, not gonna work it's not out. uh it's not a progressive approach <laughs> no it's and it's really childish. listen i've yelled I about julie pleck a lot on twitter she doesn't know that. <laughs> so it's fine. You can be mad. I just don't. I just, you know, maybe just not be mean to the people. Because, like, whether or not, here's my thing. Whether or not I agree with all of their choices, and I doubt that I will agree with all of their choices at the end of this episode tomorrow, I do appreciate that, that people have worked very hard <laughs> and dedicated a very large portion of their lives to trying to bring us quality television. They may not have always been successful in that endeavor in terms of quality, but the effort I feel was always there. So I don't like diminishing that because from where I stand, no matter how Arrow ends, I still got eight years of, of a show that I loved very, very much and provided a great deal of joy and entertainment and brought friends into my life. And like the positives of Arrow far outweigh any negatives. So... It's kind of hard for me to be like anything other than grateful, which is kind of why I'm very zen. I mean, they're really going to have to nuke nuke this show to get me mad. <laughs> it's going to have to be really bad, you guys. Like worse than killing Stefan. And, then I and they killed my Stefan. So <laughs> and y'all tried to warn me that they are going to kill my Stefan, but I didn't want to listen. But she did. <laughs> yeah, no, we're we're gonna be fine with how Arrow ends, and we'll be here, and we'll be absolutely doing a podcast after. We'll do a, we're gonna do multiple podcasts. I anticipate because there's going to be lots oh, to discuss, lots to discuss. Well, and here's the other thing: even if you're really, really mad, you can still listen to us because we we will respect your anger. 
Yeah. <laughs> be angry. Just don't be a jerk. Just be nice. Don't Just be an asshole. I saw some don't people say anyone who likes I want to get yelled at. Anyone who likes X ending is stupid or whatever. Like I saw some things like that. Like if you like this sort of ending and you're okay with it, then you're you're bad or okay. stupid. Okay. Well then or I'm bad. It's like let's let's not Let's not do Listen, that. Listen, it is subjective. As we have all been saying, it is the subjective entertainment. You may formulate your own opinion and go with God yeah. as you do so. All, all opinions are valid. Yeah. Yeah. I just hope we get a all little bit of kissing. Crazy I really with want some to tongue. kiss. Listen, they have to make up for 323. Okay? Just I just feel like that probably is not going to happen. <gasps> Why would you say that? I feel like. Do you not love me at all, Jen? I'm having a moment of despair where I feel like. <laughs> no. What is the matter? I'm just having a moment Don't of like. Don't you do that. Maybe they're going to be No. Mean. Bad Jen. But. Bad Jen. Maybe they'll be tongue. I'm back. What? Wait, you just said but there no, wasn't going to be I thought kissing. of the way that they can do it because I was thinking of oh, I was I was thinking of I was thinking of the promo shot of them standing out the window. I'm like, man, if they just like do the whole holding hands, staring out the window, and there's no kissing. So what they can do is there's two options. First of all, if they haven't kissed as she's racing back into his arms, I feel like that's an epic fail of massive proportions, True. and I don't that's... really want to know anyone who would consider that to be inappropriate. Has to kiss. Like, okay, they're Jamie and Claire from Outlander, right. and, like, right. Jamie and Claire literally had running across a beach to each other, and then I think there was kissing. All I know is there was running to a beach at some point. It was the shit. And then there was, like, kissing in their reunion scene within five seconds of them being together, and Jamie was pantsless. I mean, they were kissing within five seconds, and Jamie was pantsless in three. That's how you do a reunion scene. That's how. I want Oliver pantsless. <laughs> I want them to be kissing. Okay, you're at, now you Okay, but now I'm back. Okay, so if there hasn't you been a kissing, it's, like, running you across the field. I know, I'm going to now. Okay, so this is what I'm thinking. They can kiss in it's front of the window because in front of windows has been a thing with Elicity and then turn and hold hands and stare out into the wind into the endless possibilities. Now, here, here's where I'm at. Here's or where I'm at. Okay. No. they can hold hands and kiss fade out. No. Okay. This is what I want. <laughs> she comes through. This is why I, I was like, this is this would be awesome. If she comes through, okay, then she sees... Oliver, but he doesn't see he's her yet because I don't know. Is he in know. a suit? I need clothing choices. No, he's wearing the Henley <gasps> that they met. Excellent that decision. Mia was born in. Yes. Isn't that? I a thought, couple I think of that's buttons unbuttoned. The there yeah. we go. Okay, Anyhow, I'm with so you. So he's doing something mm -hmm. and she says, Oliver Queen. And he looks up and she says, Hi. I'm oh, I love it. Okay. Then he like. He smiles. He smiles and she runs to him. They kiss. And then what what happened? Talk, talk, talk. Then hold hands. What do we have now? We have anything. We have you everything. Want. Hold hands. We have window. Eternity. 
fade to black. And you could just hang that's and have a bunch of sex in all the queen's consolidated offices, which he never had a chance to do because I bankrupt that the company. That is my perfect ending. Will I get it? Probably not. But Listen, that is that, that J-hole is, uh, <laughs> is pissed about fan service. You know, I, I feel that like that, good. You know, yeah. listen, I feel like if it's cheesy, yeah. I think cheesy, Break I think it. cheesy gets me most excited. Exactly. Cheesy, cheesy is where I live and die. <laughs> cheesy is the life force in which I exist in all storytelling aspects. So I feel like cheesy, I mean, cheesy it could good. actually be a field that they run across. Fields are good. I like fields. And he could be shirtless. Shirtless is good. No, this is Steve. I don't care. Did, did Listen, this say, is my no, fantasy, not he, a male. He, he said in his podcast that like he hasn't worked out in years or something. Oh, like, fuck it's you. Ridiculous. He had one job. He has one <laughs> job. And don't even get me started about his facial hair problem. Like he is just <laughs> fucking up. That must. What the minimum requirements good, are for our <laughs> standard contract <laughs> agreement? <laughs> I don't even like want to know him anymore. Speaking of which, did you see there was? A Stephen and Emily picture. I over saw weekend. that he had the mustache. <laughs> yeah, we just ignore that part. Like, but we Emily got to see her again. She looked cute. I feel like the red hair fabulous. is gonna stay. You know, I would like to see her go brown. Oh, that like, would let's be do pretty. all the colors. That'd be fun. You know, d- like dyeing your blonde's yeah. rough on your hair. So it is. James Marsters, he had to. They like literally peroxided the shit out of his hair for Spike, and he was like, probably just had to. Shave yeah, he it. did. He said it was like he was like losing his hair. It was really bad. I'm like, but it looks so good on him. <laughs> like I've never seen like a peroxide bleach job look that amazing on a human being, but it really it worked on him. Sorry, James Marsters hairs. <laughs> but yeah, no, I'd like I'd like to see Brown because she really rocks. Can I well. bring up a point that I noticed in my uh, crisis review? Let's do. Um. Oliver ripped off Buffy. You're surprised because... Yeah, just kind of like, really, Mark? going to be that blatant? <laughs> it was just like shocking to me. He just knows that you're I watching know. and he's like, like I, I was it like, now. I'm going to allow it because like it's universal truth and like whatever. But it was basically like him, like he was like, you know, dying's the easy part, you know, going, people living on is what's difficult. And that's like basically Buffy's whole death speech is just like... The toughest thing to do in this world is living on it. Live for me. I mean, it's pretty much, Keep isn't that basically heart. what he said? <laughs> Keep me in Yeah, isn't that just what he said? That's what he said. So I'm just saying, if he had swan dived you have a type. like Jesus into a ball of light. Listen. I'm just telling you, like, I'm having a lot of, like, superhero also, Jesus situations happening. Okay, but you have this parallel to Buffy. I also have parallel. If they do the the Paradise Dimension like like they did at the end of Season 7, which they probably will. It's fine. Whatever. But if they do, and it's, like, the sort of, like, they can't, they can go there, but they can't come right, back type right. thing. Because isn't that what the monitor said? Know. The I Felicity? don't care. I, th- I say they anyway. can go back. In my world, I think I think if anybody ticket. can find a way back, Listen. if anybody can find a way back, it's Felicity. Series but finale, Green Arrow, the Canaries, Mia and Jay, Mia and Connor get married, and Mom and Dad float in from the Paradise Dimension. That's just how it's sure. gonna work, Mo. But anyhow, just saying. I feel like the Monitor said you can't come I back. I don't listen blah, to blah, him blah. anymore. But listen. <laughs> <laughs> Listen! Okay, I'm ready. <laughs> okay. <laughs>
now. I'm saying that that's a parallel between Elicity and my other ship on Doctor Who because she was in a parallel dimension that they couldn't travel back and forth between. But isn't she like, like with the fake him? Is but it that's that I him. But she thinks it's, it's not the him. fake. It's it's him. But it's, it's not the him that she thought was the him. But she doesn't no, it's, know. She it's knows. The him. She knows who it is. Oh, okay. She knows it's him. Okay. But she also is like, but I can't just leave you because now you're going to be all alone. And he's like, it's fine. And so she's like, and he's like, well, I don't know. And then she's like, okay, well, answer me this one question. When when I got stuck here the first time and you were able to get through the message to me before the sun, sun burned up, it's a long story. And he, he was able to message her on this same beach where this took place. And and he was trying to like they were saying their goodbyes. And he says, I suppose if it's my last chance to say it, Rose Tyler, I, and then the transmission cut out. So that's just bullshit. Okay. And he was crying and she was crying and it was devastating. They're not going to do that to us. So so at the end here, standing on this beach with like the two hymns, she looked at him. She's like, okay, well then answer me this. What were you going to say to me before you got cut out? And he looked at her and he was like, does it need saying? Yes! Cue, cue me screaming at my TV. Yes, it fucking needs to. <laughs> and then, and then she like, and then he was like, "Doesn't he say?" And she's like, "Screw you! I'm gonna go say that. live with fake <laughs> you." So she looked at the other one, and she's like, "And you?" And so he leaned down and he whispered it in her ear. Oh, okay. And she grabbed him and kissed him. And while she was kissing him, the other guy was like, "Here's my chance!" And he ran and got in his TARDIS and left. Man, I tell you. <laughs> Some fucked up shit. I okay, but can it. I tell you? I liked it, it, but there was a lot listen, of people that hated listen, that. But I like. Can I tell you what I love about your what? Oliver Queen? I'm Felicity. What Smith. my Oliver Queen? Like when Queen? you said it was the He's reverse mine. of their dialogue in the 103. Oh yeah. Okay, yeah. it's like the only part of that. Vampire Diaries finale that I like really loved, because in the pilot, when Damon shows up, Stefan is like all like in this. Oh shit! It's Damon. He says Damon. And then Damon is, like, in his cocky, I hate you. He's like, hello, brother. It's, like, it's a very, like, staple, iconic line. So when Damon dies, he knocks on the door to the Salvatore mansion, and Stefan opens it, and he says, Damon, but it's happy. And then Damon says, hello, brother, except it was happy. And that's the last line of the show. And then they hug. That's and that's why I want. It's so good. Oliver I'm crying now. They fucking I'm killed my Stephen, but I'm still crying over this stupid hello, brother. So that's why I would I love want it. That be a, how it would ends. he be tightening his Because desk? it's a beautiful book. <laughs> Maybe end, sharpening and arrows. <laughs> and B because it's so fucking petty. Yes. To say that that's you know what's not going to be in the show. <laughs> An alley with Laurel. <laughs> <laughs> Always saving the world. That ain't getting, Who saved the there's world? There's no alley. There's no Oliver and Laurel in an alley. It ain't happening. <sighs> Listen, if you can't be happy with the ending arrow is giving you, and I respect that, you can at least take comfort in the fact that they hate Laurel Lance as much as you do. They hate, so everybody wins. They hate it. I'd say they hate they hate Laurel Lance even more. Oh, absolutely. I mean, because I listen, actually feel we, we are, bad we are about lucky it as fans. 
Because we can go on Twitter and talk about how much we hate Laurel right. Lance, and they can't, they can't because they have to be professional. Right. But they so do it. How do they do it in the show? They <laughs> they get it. They they put this shit in the show. We don't write and then this they stuff. Act all they hacked all innocent. Like publicly, oh, we love Laurel. No, you don't. And they write no, you this don't. shit, and it's like, oh That's my god, you guys. And then like all the fans get it mad at me when I like snark <laughs> oh. about it in reviews, and I'm like, I didn't write it. I'm commenting on what was written by other people who have control. I wouldn't have been this mean to Laurel if I wrote her. I would have killed her a long time, <laughs> much sooner, and just. Maybe never had the character, but <laughs> I, don't, I don't know what to tell you. So I, I think that that's, we can offer a glimmer of hope to those who are angry. That if you enjoy some good old-fashioned pettiness, <laughs> like Cal and I do, I feel like Arrow's going to deliver on that respect. Because I feel like I saw some angry Laurel Lance fans and Laurelver fans who had read spoilers. I didn't read what they wrote, but I saw that they were mad. And I'm like, well, that's good enough for me. I'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going straight to hell. And that's why I I'm said I was like, hell. "Listen, guys, the only thing giving the Lurifer fans happiness right now is the belief that we also hate." Jesus it. is gonna so like my purgatory is gonna be watching a Laurel and Oliver Endgame show. <laughs> that's gonna be my punishment. Jesus is no, going to like my punishment. The best way, the best way to get at and make the Lurifer fans mad is to love the show to love Elicity and yes, to tolerate this finale and not let it make us rage. Here's what you can do because they want us to be mad. So here's what you can can laugh. So don't give them that. Even if you're mad, even if you're mad, lie about it. Pretend you're happy just to piss them off. Yes. Just to piss them off. Put out the happy face. Then get your DM with your friend and say, this is fucking bullshit. Yeah, express your rage in DM. But I think, like, if you really want to, like, look for an entertainment factor, that could be one. We're just offering, you know, you can watch other movies. You can, you can, you can be petty with Laurel Lance fandoms. Yeah, I'm just saying, these are your options. (laughs) Eat some chocolate. Okay, we're going to hit two hours and then it's not going to save, so we better yeah, stop. Yeah, we got to go. We got to go. <laughs> oh, my God. We hit two hours and we haven't even seen the fucking episode. We have, we have mental illness. There's something wrong with you and me. It's going to be, be fun. Fine. Okay, we will be talking very soon. Alrighty. the end is upon us. Dun, yes. dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. Bye. Bye. Thanks for joining us this week. Be sure to listen next week. Subscribe to Watch Over on iTunes or Google Play. And look us up on Twitter and Tumblr. Bye. Bye.